and we're back with another episode of the Panastone Podcast. And I have a very, very special guest today. Tess, I missed you so much. <laughs> I miss you too. It's, I miss everybody so much. I feel like it's been forever. I mean, it actually has, really, but man. Yeah, it, it really has been forever. The last time I saw you was back in Limit. Well, we had our little workshop thing together with um, uh-huh. Free and Lamb and Locked and Travis. But I haven't seen you since Limitless. Yeah. Yeah, it's been that long. It's really been that long. What have you been? That was pre-COVID. Yeah, pretty much. We had like, it was like a buzz of COVID was around that area, around that time. Yeah. Then everything just started shutting down one thing after another. Yep, and I started distancing. <laughs> no, you were in jail. I haven't gone to you any, yeah, <laughs> I had not gone to any shows. Like, I did, you know, you remember when we did the, um, when I did the protest for Poets of Pin? Oh, yes. That was the last show that I've done. Oh, my, that was fun. That was the, that was yeah. during COVID. That, yeah, yeah. I, I love that because we were able to have a conversation with the audience about different serious topics. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I already know the inspiration, but like, what, what did you, what, what did you get out of it afterwards? Like, how did it make you feel after doing that particular event, especially with everything going on? Um, there was mixed emotion. Um, of course, like a lot of people know, my, I will, I feel like my strongest pieces are my pieces surrounding Black Lives Matter, just simply because it's a powerful topic in itself. Mm-hmm. Um. So me doing a, a Black Lives Matter show and, and having all of the support that I did, there was even, um, it, it wasn't just like, you know, only people of color that were up there talking, engaging in conversations, asking questions. There were other people up there that were asking questions too. And the conversations remained respectful. It was, it was, it was a great balance. You guys helped me out a lot. <laughs> like, uh, uh, lots. She did amazing with the questions. She, like, everybody just really helped me out a lot. So I had a lot of mixed emotions. I felt very, like, warm just because I had y'all, my family there, supporting me and helping me out through everything. Like, everything, even with the the background stuff, y'all knew how stressed out I was about the show. (laughs) But it was, I just felt so much love. And with everything going out and me deciding not to actually go physically protest, everybody helped me be able to, you know, actually get my voice out there while remaining in the background and seeing how everybody else, uh, and how, seeing how everybody else, you know, was responding to, you know, the events going on. Because there were protests in almost every area. Yeah, it was. Almost every area there were protests. And being able to, to see and hear how everybody responded to it and giving everybody a safe space to actually come out and say how they feel, it was all just really powerful. What I, what I loved about it, it, it besides the poetry of it all, and but like you said, it was um, everybody respected each other, and they were able to ask questions regardless of what background they're from, and that was I think that was kind of missing during that time where people weren't trying to listen or trying to mm-hmm. ask questions and figure out you know what the emotions are. It was just straight. I mean, it was an emotional time, so you kind of get it, but your event was really needed to kind of have a place to actually lay your head and sit down and say, okay, let me process this. Cause there's just so much happening all at once from the COVID situation to um, George Floyd, just so much things. Ahmaud Aubrey. I mean, it, I can't remember when it, when yours fell into it. Was it after George Floyd? Was it right after Ahmaud Aubrey? I can't remember, but still. Um, it, I don't remember either, but it was, it was perfect timing. I think, it, I think it was George. It was, it was George Floyd. All right, sorry about that, and we're back. Um, but what I was saying was just, well, to make it simply, I just love how passionate you are about topics. Like it's, it's, I can just see it in your eyes, the fire, you know, whenever you, you're ready to just do something. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially, especially that collaboration piece you had at Limitless. Like that was the first time you performed in a long time, I think you said. Yeah. And you, you came out like you just did it yesterday. <laughs> you, you you were not playing any games at all. 
I missed it. I missed it. I hadn't before then. I hadn't performed. I think in almost a year, or maybe I think it. I think it had been a year at that point. And like when I stepped into Limitless, I actually think I, I, if I remember correctly, I think I was one of the first people there. And I, when I stepped in, I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so nervous, and I'm like. I haven't performed in so long. This is about to be a trash performance. I was just like, I was really psyching myself out. But then once everybody came in and I felt, I felt the love and, you know, I got to see people I hadn't seen in a very long time. And there was people coming up to me that remembered me that I didn't (laughs) even remember them. I was like, okay, okay, I'm back in my element. And it just, everything after that was just smooth sailing. I mean, you, like I said, you, you murdered. I mean, you, that's why you were a special guest. Cause we knew you were going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you, when you step on the stages, you are never a disappointment. I get so excited when I, when I see you. Thank perform. you. Thank you. Hope to see you again soon when you perform too. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I'm trying to get, you know, get back in the scene. I see, you know, there's a lot of people doing more events now and stuff like that, but I'm still kind of staying, you know, a little bit under the, under, no, under wraps because I, I have not gotten vaccinated and I will not be getting vaccinated. So I'm trying to do things the safest way that I can. Yeah. But yeah, I'll be I'll be back on the scene soon. Well, I'll be excited for it. How, how did um have you written anything lately? Have you has has um the whole kind of like the dry spell? I'm not gonna say dry spell is probably a bad way of saying it, but just the the not performing or not being around to do poetry events has that affected you anyway poetically creatively um i think so um it definitely has affected me i went from writing like at least one piece a week to like not writing at all there was a moment in time where i think i stopped writing for months Mm. um that also was because i was working full time so i was literally just focused on working and sleeping i was also working third shift (laughs) so (laughs) i would i would sleep and and work that's it i went in at 6 30 p.m i didn't get off until 5 or 6 a.m so and that was normally around the time that i would write so i just you know but i have written a couple things Mm -hmm. um i know a couple months ago, me and Travis were going back and forth with uh, a collab, and it just, I don't even remember how we started it. Me and Travis, will be having a conversation, and then something will come up. We'll send we'll send each other something, and then next thing you know, in the next 10, 15 minutes, we receive a rebuttal. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> so we have, me and Travis, has been, we've been working a lot. He, he definitely, definitely put me up. He he put he put me up to a challenge. You know what I'm talking I know, about. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> he put me up to a challenge, and I think by far that is one of my favorite pieces. I think that's maybe like my second favorite. Mm. And my my well, I say maybe my second or third. My first would be um, the first piece that I ever performed ever at a press play event. It was. Um, I don't think I don't think you were there, but it's it's a piece called a uh, masterpiece. Mm, no, I wasn't, they have I wasn't like, there. Wish. yeah, that piece. That's my favorite. My second favorite is probably uh, um. Well, some people entitle it the little boy from NC. Mm-hmm. That one is probably my second favorite, but the other one, that that one's up there. <laughs> I love hearing people. That one is up there. I love people when they have, they're like a fan of themselves or a certain piece of their own because it's just that confidence that um, it, it displays a lot, you know, especially in the performance uh-huh. side of it. You know, it. It comes out, especially if you love the poem, you kind of want the audience to know, yeah, um, this is me. I don't care if you like it or not. <laughs> I'm going to do this and love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been writing a few things here and there. Um, I know, like, my, I know my creativity has definitely been impacted. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm as creative as I used to be, but I just think that's because at one point, like I said, I was just working and sleeping. Mm-hmm. I, that That's it. But, I, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I mean, you, you remember last year when I was telling about how tired I was from from work and I couldn't really do as uh-huh. I couldn't really keep up with like the, the zoom calls we were all doing 
So I, mm-hmm. I know exactly what you mean. You, you get so focused on the everyday, the stuff you want to do, the creative side stuff. It's just, it's, it's not, you don't have enough energy to even put any thought process into it. So I get it. Uh-huh. I mean, do you, do you feel, uh, it's a conversation I have with myself all the time. Do you feel that there's like a, a, a conversation you need to have or have had with yourself where it's like the, the woman and the artist at all? Yes. I've had multiple. Um, one of the things that I have kind of struggled with within the past, like maybe like two years, <clears throat> excuse me, is I wanted to dive more into like not being, you know, test everybody's little sister and more so be like, you know, test the performer. Because mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of people look at me as if I'm like the baby of the community and, yeah. you know, everybody just looks at me like I'm the little sister. Yeah. So that kind of stunted some of the things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I've had this conversation with uh, Free and I've had this conversation with Travis. Um, I wanted to do an erotic show maybe like a year or two ago. But I was I was <laughs> so worried that that, you know, my, my image wouldn't be the same because I'm like, everybody looks at me like, you know, like I'm the baby. <laughs> and I'm like, if I do this, how, like, how would that, how would that affect me? So I've had the conversation even more so recently where I'm like, okay, I have to understand just as well as everybody else has to understand, you know, although I am the baby of the community, I'm still a grown woman. So you- I have to kind of balance that and say, Okay, well, there's a, there's there's ways to do it and still be modest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and also still get my point across and have fun. If that makes sense. No, yeah, completely. I mean, I I think I met you in that I guess that transitional period where everybody saw you as like the the younger the baby, the quote unquote baby of the group slash grown to the woman side of things. Because I call it, I, uh-huh. I, I think I said this to you before. I call you the premier the Kiki Palmer of the poetry world. <laughs> that's how I, I view because like you know everybody saw her oh little little girl now she's growing up oh she's doing these sexy things modeling doing all vulgar phrases all these things but like she's growing and that's how I saw with you and again I've again I've had Travis, Travis and Free we had this conversation too about you of where she's she's no longer where she is and we don't we all grow up so for anyone to put you in that little box and yeah they probably are because they're not used to seeing you in that light uh-huh. don't, don't let them stunt your growth of what you want to do because you're limited. There's a there's a quote. I probably say this way too much. People probably hate that. I bring this up, of where Les Brown said that. Imagine laying in your deathbed, and all the ideas and things that come to you are looking over to you as you're laying there, and those mm-hmm. are things that don't come to light because you die before you can even do anything about them. Mm-hmm. And don't let anybody stunt you. The only person who can stunt your growth is you. So don't let people hurt. Don't let people you know conform you to the small little box because you are amazing mm-hmm. you i love seeing you just create things i love seeing what you come up with and you seen that erotic show i got excited like please do it please i want to see it because <laughs> I, I i've heard lines from you in that workshop we did that was like ooh. i mean you made me cry <laughs> <There's a pulse. laughs> i made you cry yeah, yeah you remember the poem you wrote about me and maisha Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Free Magnolia. Oh yeah. my goodness! I love. Uh, oh my goodness! You are an amazing poet. You really are. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan Thank of your you. art. Yeah, so so uh, you can curse on here if you want to. I don't really curse that much, but yeah, I'll be nice. We'll just say screw them. Just say screw them. <laughs> okay. Just just say screw. Them. Like if it, if they don't if they don't want to come to your show or they see you a certain way, just like your mom said, if you missed it, you missed it. Mm-hmm. They don't need to be there. <laughs> That's all. No, you you got you got my you got my gears going because I know <laughs> I was talking with uh, Travis. Um, I don't mean Travis talk all the time. I don't even remember when, but I was talking to Travis sometime at some point, <laughs> yeah. and I was talking about um, doing a show. And I think this is maybe like a couple months ago because this is when I was like, okay, I need to start back performing, like. Mm-hmm. Work was stressing me out. My daily life was stressing me out. And I was like, the only thing that I know that can bring me any type of solace is being back on the stage. Mm-hmm. So I was going to put together a show. 
and I had everybody planned out. Like I had the performers planned out. I had everything planned out. And then something happened. I think I'm pretty sure I started having to do mandatory overtime at work. And I was just so exhausted from that. I was like, you know what? That show is going to have to wait. (laughs) So I need to get some stuff together first. But now like, you're really, you're, you're really inspiring me to, to, to get back out there. But my gears are going. <laughs> well, keep make sure they keep on going, keep them warmed up because I'm I'm ready to see an event from you. I wanted to see you on stage. Mm-hmm. Period. I'm um, I really enjoyed our um, our workshop from last year because just like I was getting to know you and everybody, and I, I really wish we could have kept it going. Just like life, just loves yeah. life, just loves to come and say, "Hey, look, you gotta take care of me first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I did love or that I do love about all of you guys is everybody was very understanding. Like anytime something came up, everybody was really flexible. Like I feel like we all, you know, had our personal lives and like, you know, our daily lives and we always put that first, but we always made sure that we all was a priority. So if anything did happen, the, the communication was there. We would say, Hey, you guys, I can't come to the meeting today or, you know, Maybe I can't do it this day. Can we switch it to this day? Everybody was very understanding. Everybody was really loving. And most of the time we got on the on the call, of course, we did business. We talked about everything. But it was just like a big, happy family reunion. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was like, and I, I remember one day in particular where you couldn't make it and Travis couldn't make it. So it was just all the ladies <laughs> up here. And when I say we had a ball, like we talked about everything under the sun like it was so so amazing like i can't even i can't even put it in words when i say the conversations that we had on that call that day that was the most powerful conversation i've ever had like there was we talked about serious topics like we gave each other advice um we listened to like you know if, if somebody needed to vent we listened it was like really like a big sisterhood mm. and at that moment is when I realized like these people aren't people that I just you know perform with every now and again and have conversations with I was like this is really like my family yeah I forgot I forgot. I think it was Jake who said it or I can't I feel bad for not remembering who said it but anyway it wasn't me uh, someone said that it's easy it's pretty interesting how us as poets we get to know the artist or the person performing just by their poem whether it be um, whatever they're going through the put out there so we get to know certain things about their about their lives so when we sit down and mm-hmm. have our personal conversations like we did we already have like that icebreaker portion done of, of things so then we can get to know them and warm up and open up and we kind of become a family before we even acknowledge we're a family and mm-hmm. like i barely know knew anything about you for a while but i was like i love tess i hope everything she's okay with her i want to check on her and make sure she's okay <laughs> you know, it's just it's weird. You get so connected to somebody you barely know, but then when you start to get to know them, you understand there's a reason why you had that that vibe with them or that emotion. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to that call after you got after that call because the next time I got on, I had no clue what you guys were talking about. <laughs> yeah, you guys had inside <laughs> jokes left and right. I'm like, good guy, what did I miss? Yeah, it was. I, I really miss it. I really miss it. Um, I, I know. I will. I hope that you know once everybody is in a stable place or I'll speak for myself once I'm in a stable place mm-hmm. and I hope everybody else is doing well then we can start it up again because I really miss I miss talking to y'all and the, another thing my Facebook <laughs> that's, yeah I told that's, that's what I said earlier that uh, you were in jail and you're still in jail <laughs> yeah like it totally took my Facebook like completely that's uh, that's another reason why I'm completely out of the, out of the loop like I have a couple people on Instagram but my Instagram is mainly like, you know, for my private life. So I don't really do too much like yeah. poetry stuff on my, on my Instagram, but everything that I did was on Facebook Yeah, and I, I made another one, but I ran into, I ran into another problem. They won't let me link my business account to my new Facebook page. Uh, of course they will. Yeah. So, and they won't even let me create another one, I guess, because you know, that first one still exists mm-hmm. in, in whatever world. Cause it's not even letting me log in, but, they wouldn't even let me create another one. So I'm kind of still playing the waiting game. Um, and I kind of, I've liked my, you know, my free time off of Facebook. Mm-hmm. I've liked it. Like I, I've, 
I appreciated the lady reporting my page <laughs> and, getting it, and getting it taken down because I like I actually did appreciate that away time. But I miss everybody. Like I miss getting up there and seeing clips from events that I couldn't go to and yeah. seeing like, okay, this event is in this area. I really miss that. I miss everybody. I mean, we missed you too. I mean, I don't understand. What's the algorithm? Doesn't how? I mean, from the situation that was, I, I don't see how you can be there for that long. It was since what July, August of last year. Yeah, it's been a while. Well, actually, it was. When did this happen? This happened back in around this time, actually. It was this. It was, yeah, it was around this time. Well, it's almost. It is almost June. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, because that's right, yeah. because I know we were about to have an event, and then we had to cancel it, and then we were doing, we were already doing all of our stuff on the, no, then we had to communicate with you through Instagram after a while, because mm-hmm. you disappeared off of the chat, like, where is she? Yeah. I lost so many pieces. I had so many pieces on Facebook, like, different uh, collabs that I had. The one that me and you did, I, I lost it. I don't have it. What? I don't have that one. All of like a lot of my pieces that I had, they were encrypted on my on my Facebook account because you know everybody messages Facebook. Yeah, all of them are gone. I don't have. I know me and Travis we're missing like three because me and Travis we did collabs like every other day. Yeah, so we're missing like three. Um, the one or two that I did with you, they're gone. Um, I think I don't. I think me and Free might have had one. I'm not. I had I had one with somebody else, but all of the collabs that I had on Facebook had some clips off. I'm trying to see. Um, dang, I'm trying. Dang, I'm I'm on Facebook right now, scrolling, and you are not popping up. Only thing I got is like things you're tagged in. If 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 my conversation is still there with you, then it'll still be in there. But since my page is down, I don't know if the conversation will pop up. Me and Messenger. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Told you this is free form. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're not popping up. Yep, it all of it is yeah, going. That is so sad because that piece that we did was so good. I'm bothered. No. It was so. I don't even remember what it was about. I remember. I remember uh, one part. It was. It was about a lady something in in a, in a house of like uh, the all of the walls were mirrors or something like that. Oh, this is so mean. Oh, it won't even let me. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't. Do you remember the piece that I'm talking about? I think. Did I write down or was it? Okay, now I'm bothered. Because if it, I had to lose poetry <laughs> off of this, off of Facebook stupidity, this is going to be annoying. Yeah, it's. Because okay. I, I, went, I went up there and oh. I tried to log back into my messenger Ooh. and it wouldn't let me. Okay, I'm on, I'm on it right now. Oh, you found it? I found our messengers. Messages together. Um, oh, da, 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 da. Yeah, I found it. Okay, so now that I found it, I'll go through it and then I'll send it to you and see. Yes, do that. How far back was it? Be- was it before um, we were creating that you were creating the event for um, what you call it? protest for pet? I don't remember. Stupid. Face. I know you had dropped you had dropped a piece in the main chat and then I had responded to it and then we just started going back and forth. Yeah, I'm going to sit down and go through it. Now that I know that you're there, I'm going to look at it. Actually, wasn't it Instagram? It might have been Instagram. No, it was on Facebook. It was? Okay. I'll go through it later. Yeah, yeah. And see how I can find it. So that way no one's uh, ever just like, what are they doing over there? <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to cut that portion down a little bit so that way it's not just pause, pause, pause. Okay. Um, but dang, now I lost my train of thought. I'm excited just thinking about the, um, the poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but um, going back to the I guess the theme we were talking about the the support of everybody. I've noticed that you know not just with Mika, you're saying how you know being separate from everybody and you, know, you can not being able to do things creatively. Um, you feel like this rut in a way, and how you probably need to come back. You'll you'll probably skip out of the swing of things. I've noticed this. We had a I sat down with um, Antino, Lemoy, and Jake few weeks ago and just that one instance of us we, we went to the mall uh, we wore a mask and everything we sat down had some food but just that one conversation that we all had together it like ignited this oh my goodness this I just miss everyone so much 
I think it brings that mm-hmm. fire back. And wait, are you are you going to the show um, in in June? I bought a ticket, mm-hmm. so I hope. <laughs> but <laughs> if, if life allows, I would definitely be there. Okay. I really, 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 really want to be there. So I'm going to say yes. Okay. Well, we'll put that positive energy in the air. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope your mom comes. I didn't buy her a ticket. No. Don't, don't tell her. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I did it. I did it. Look, 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 look. I did it. I did it really late. I know we don't do disclaimers, but mm-hmm. I have to put this disclaimer out there in case my mama listens to this. <laughs> I was on the phone with Travis. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me, like, hey, the ticket's running out. If you want one, you better go ahead and get it. So mm-hmm. I said, you know, all right, cool. Again, it's late. At this, at this time, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking about my mama. I was just making sure I had a ticket. <laughs> so I bought a ticket. But she don't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I honestly forgot until you just said something about it. Oh, my God. Well, you guess you're not going to, to the show. Uh, nice knowing you. Um, <laughs> there'll be a missing body soon. <laughs> if I go missing, y'all already know what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's nothing we can do about it. I love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she always told me, I brought you on this road, I could take you out. Mm. I think she might just take me out. Mm, she probably, her ears are probably burning right now. So someone talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> My mom definitely, she misses everybody. She asks me about y'all, like, every time I see her, she's, have you talked to this person? How is everybody? How is everybody? <laughs> she misses it. At one point, I thought she missed it more than I missed it. <laughs> she was asking me about shows left and right, and I'm like, lady, we are in the middle of a panorama. <laughs> panorama? <laughs> of a panorama. <laughs> I'm not going to any shows, and the shows that I did see that were that were going on, most of them were like very intimate as always, and I didn't see a lot of people with masks on, and I was like, Mm. "Yeah, lady, we we gonna sit this one out." (laughs) Your mom has the. I'm I'm going to make a T-shirt with with this comment she had from Limitless. We said, "If you missed it, you missed it." Just that alone, (laughs) that line alone. Oh my. Goodness, that line goes down in history. That's probably the best comment towards poetry I've ever seen. Oh, she, I remember her saying that too. That my mom was a trip. <laughs> she's always in the front row. I think was it you and your um your family's always in the front row, ready and ready, uh, yeah. ready to go. Yeah, that that's been that's been when I first started poetry. I didn't think that they would really support me, not because they're not supportive, but just simply because. Like everybody knows, the poetry community is really small. Yeah. And you have to really appreciate the work to even be able to get into it. Right. So my family, I have a, I have a lot of musicians in my family. Like my mom can sing. I can sing. I don't, I don't sing, though. No. I can it. sing. My <laughs> sisters can sing. Like, you know, so we've always been a family about, you know, music. So when I started writing, I've always been kind of a closed off kid anyway, so I kept it to myself, you know, I didn't think it was really too much of a big deal. Yeah. But I realized after I wrote my first piece, I didn't even know it was a spoken piece. I was just writing about how. So mm-hmm. um after I after I did that and my teachers blew it up, they called my mom and was like, Yo, do you know that this is your child? And my mom's <laughs> so confused because she had she didn't even know that I that I wrote. After that I realized why my mom supports me the way that she does. My mom is actually a poet. Hmm. She, she, I have, I don't know if she knows this or not, but I have a portfolio of pieces that she wrote back in like late nineties. Like I have, and I didn't even, I didn't even, yes, my mom is a writer. She doesn't write. She, I think she, she stopped. I don't know if she stopped because, you know, she got busy with all of us or, you know, she got busy with work. And then I know when my grandma was sick, she was just literally taking care of my grandma and taking care of all of her kids at the same time. So I'm thinking she might have stopped writing because life got to her. But my mom is, a, she's definitely a poet. Like she, she has, I know I have a folder with, I know about 10 to 15 pieces 
like she she's a writer. For real? Hmm, I have to book yeah, I think her. I just I think might, I just outed her. Might have to book her for the next event. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just outed her. If nobody knows. I don't even think that my stepdad knows. I, but I don't. She doesn't. She doesn't talk about it. Did, I think honestly, did you, did you I may be the only person that knows. You were brought up. I with? have. I definitely have, and I'm like, mom. Why don't she, you know, get out and perform? And she's like, no, 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 no. I can't do that. I can't do that. And I'm just like, lady, she she used to be in a singing group and everything, but she will not oh, get wow. on stage. Really? She's probably like, that's her that's her past life. She's she's done with it. I don't know why she's done with it because she's great. And I keep telling <laughs> her, like, I, I even, I was going to, I remember talking to you guys about the, the, uh, the, the event that I was going to do. This was like, like two, three years ago, I was going to do this event. I was going to have you and your wife come out and um, a couple more people, not going to name the people because this show might actually happen, but a couple more people and it was going to be like the couple thing. I wanted her and my stepdad to get up there to do something. Because a lot of people don't know my stepdad because he just like stays in the background. Yeah. But I really wanted, I really wanted them to get up there and do something. And she actually wrote something for it. So she wrote something for it. And she, she did, but afterwards she was like, I think I'm just going to come and watch. Hey, Tess, go, go, go grab it real quick if you can and then read it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really want, I really want her to start, you know, performing. I, I would love that. Has she had any interest in it at all? Um, like seeing you or is she kind of like maybe living vicariously through you? Like go up there and perform because that's my baby. <laughs> I think I think it's more so she likes to see me because me and my mom we have a lot of the same experiences mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't realize this until I got older of course but we have a lot of the same experiences so I think she does kind of live vicariously through me like mm-hmm. when I get up there and I perform and it's something that she can relate to of course like a lot of my pieces aren't like uh, happy go lucky dandy pieces but her seeing you know, that I understand, of course, with me being older now and the pieces that she's heard recently, she knows that I understand, you know, the struggle that, for one, Black people go through, Mm -hmm. and for two, that women go through. Mm -hmm. And since she can relate and she does see me, her baby, performing, I think that's what gives her her power, in a sense. Mm -hmm. I think that, and I think that alone is, like, amazing enough to her to where she's like well dang i don't even have to i could just sit back and enjoy it you know right, yeah hey, you got me excited now thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> how, how was how was it when like you first like said the, the piece in front of your mom was like kind of raunchy or kind of out there like what was was it just oh wow <laughs> <laughs> so most of most of my pieces well yeah. Okay. Most of my pieces, they do. It does. They do have like some element, um, erotic touches. <laughs> I, but yeah. but they're not all erotic. Like I can oh. be talking about heartbreak, and I can say something that's like erotic, but it has a double meaning, and it doesn't necessarily mean anything sexual. Right. But it's like y'all understand this metaphor that I'm saying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But there was one piece in particular. You you know the piece that I did for free. Oh my god. I let my mom read it. Oh, I told her, no. I said, I said, I'm not going to say this in front of you because I'm not saying these words to you. Oh my God. But I said, you can read it. And she sat there in front of me and she read it and her face lit up. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that means. But I'm like, I'll just sit here. I'll just, I'll just sit here. I'll just wait. Because that's the first like actual, because that piece was raunchy. Oh and she God. loved it. Oh my God. She loved it. Like, she was like, I want to see you perform this. And I was like, okay. <laughs> mom, actually, this, this this might sound a little bit weird, but my mom actually got me into, like, erotica. Like, uh, reading erotica novels, writing erotica, like, erotic pieces, all that. My mom got me into it. She, she, had, she loves erotica. And I remember there was this one book that she had. Um, um, it's called Genevieve. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, so this coffee was dropping, and I'm pretty sure it's because I'm in the butt fuck of nowhere. 
<laughs> but it says that I have my bars, so I'm not sure why it keeps dropping. <laughs> it's fine. We were on, working on our roads. I, like, I, was, I started looking up the book you um you just mentioned, Genevieve, and then I stopped the recording and then started back up after I was calling you. So we can just keep on flowing. I'll just I'll piece everything together. Okay. Okay. Had to make my editing harder. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep this part. In. Like I, I like. I like the funny blooper stuff kept into it. Um, and I'll, but I'll make the. I'll make the transition smoother, like smooth as I, okay. can, smooth as I can. Um, I'm, I know I'm making your editing situation hard. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing you. You're fine. <laughs> I, I need to get back in the groove of actually like, sitting down editing because, um. I work late. I work late at night, and it sucks to have to be mm-hmm. at work the next day. So, I might actually do the editing this weekend because I'm off a lot. So I might let me not say that my lazy self is probably just gonna sit back and not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but yeah, you should you should definitely look up that book. That is a really good book. Is it? Do you know who the author is by? Because I have it here on Google. Is it? Um, is it Eric Jerome? Is it from Dickey or? Yes. Eric, it's a girl in the front, and yes, it's a, blue, it's, a, it's a blue cover. Okay, yeah, I see it. The black girl. Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'll look at it right now. I still have not finished it because every time I start it, every time I start it, like something ends up happening that I just put it down. But when I say that is probably my one of my favorite books, aside from my own, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> plug, <laughs> yeah, plug, but you know. Uh, uh, she shall be called Lavender when the wind blows. Available on Amazon. It is currently on sale. Um, but it. yeah, let them know. <laughs> uh, that is oh, this book is oh, great. Oh, but my oh. mom really. <laughs> this is the first line of the book. I just pulled it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! She rests on top of my body, naked, wrapped around my wrapped around wrapped around my legs. Her head on my chest. Her skin is still hot. Set fire to, set fire by too many organ uh, orgasms to count. Ooh! It is oh amazing. Oh my god! Yeah, let me go ahead and add this to my my cart on Amazon. It is great. <laughs> One thing that I like about that book is it's not like too raunchy to where it's like, okay, calm down. <laughs> it's not like that. And the storyline itself. It's great. Like if they were to take the erotica, the the erotic part out, the storyline would still be amazing. And if it was just to be a fully erotic book, it would still be amazing. <laughs> so it's like perfect balance. I can't even. I can't even put it in words. Okay, I'm gonna order it. He has another book called Milk in My Ooh, Milk in My Coffee. Mm. I've heard about that, but I've never read it. I could fill in the blanks just by looking at the title. I already know what's about. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about it. I've heard about it. Yeah, I'm adding this to my my thing for uh, my my book choices. I I'm so behind my books to read. My goal for 2020 was to read about 10 books. I got through one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you did better than me. <laughs> you did better than me. Oh man. Well, no, I read Travis's um 20 for 20 book, so I guess that counts as a whole book too. Anytime I pick up a book, like I get halfway through it and then I just forget to like pick it back up. And it's like, I remind myself, Hey, you got to read this book. But one thing about my job is if we, if we have downtime, they just want us to stand there. like they We can't bring books in to read. We can't be on our phones. Like they just want us to stand there. What? So there was a long period of time where, I would want to bring in a book to read it, and I couldn't. Mm. Mm. Like even there was even a, there was even an, an an issue where people that I work with wanted to buy my book directly from me because yeah. since you know I can I get it for my price I can actually make more of a profit if they order it directly from me right. and opposed to going to the distributor. So a lot of people wanted me to just bring it in, they buy it from me there. I can't even do that because my job sells my book. <gasps> So I can't oh. <laughs> like literally if I was to try to do that, I could be in a, in a situation where I would have to physically prove that for one, 
that is my book and I own it because I'm the author. And secondly, that I had already purchased it. All right, that's what you do. That's what you do. You you get the book, right? You you win. Mm-hmm. You get it. Then you have someone like me or Travis, like in with our our, our trunks open, selling a book out of our trunks, <laughs> and then we just give you the, the all all the profit. But it's us sell, it's us selling it. I mean, we bought it, but we're. <laughs> Will will be the plug for uh, Tessa's book. <laughs> there's actually there's actually someone that I that I want to speak about briefly. Mm-hmm. There's this guy that I met at my job, and when I first met him, like you know, he's really really he's so sweet. Like when I say this guy literally made my nights better, I would sneak away from my station just to go have a conversation with him if I was stressed. Um, we were speaking one day. And, you know, we were being sarcastic assholes to each other. And I mentioned something about um, me writing. And he was like, oh, whatever, you don't write. And I'm like, yes, I do. I'm an author. Um, You know, my book is available on Amazon. I was talking to him about it. He's like, what? And I told him, I said, go to Google, type in my first and last name, and it'll be the first thing that pops up. And so he did it. And he was so shocked. Like, he was like, what? He sat there right at that moment and bought it. Like, right in front of me while we were having the conversation. And the next time that I saw him at work, he came up to me. And he didn't look like himself. So I was already a little bit worried because I'm like, okay, are you okay? Yeah. And he just looked at me. He said, can I can I give you a hug? And I was like, of course, me, me, and me. I'm like, what? I'm like, why? <laughs> right. And he was like, he just asked me again. He's just like, can I can I hug you? And he looked like he was about to cry. So I thought something had happened. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, somebody had made him upset or something. So I just reached and I just grabbed him and I just hugged him. And I'm like, are you okay? Like, you're like, what's wrong? You can talk to me. And what he said to me afterwards, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna quote exactly what he said, but what he said to me afterwards literally brought me to tears and I was standing in the middle of a warehouse damn near in tears hugging this random guy (laughs) (laughs) and we're supposed to be six feet and um, the managers are around there and everything I did not I didn't even care but like the way that I that was that was my first time ever experiencing somebody being that passionate about my work and and he just he just came to me. He was just like, I appreciate you for being this bold, like for being brave enough to write about the things that you wrote about. And from that moment forward, we were just like me and him. We have been inseparable, like just so 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 tight. What's the name of the book again? Um, it's called When the Wind Blows. And it's the first part of a three-part series, and the series is entitled "She Shall Be Called Lavender." Plug it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that each time. I'm just gonna say, "What's the name of the book again?" <laughs> <laughs> just like look at that. The Molly. Okay, they said like eight times already in the last five minutes. I, I'm hypnotized. I need to go buy it right now. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really appreciate him. Um, his name is Joe. So yeah, shout out to Joe. Uh, Joe I, yeah, shout out to Joe. I appreciate Joe. I miss you. <laughs> I'm going to send him this link and I'm going to tell him to listen to this podcast because (laughs) I I think I'm pretty, well, I hope that he knows how much that really, 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 like it, I can't even put it in words. It just, it made me realize that a lot of people do appreciate my work and you're dope. I mean, it's obvious. (laughs) I'm emotional. We're not going to get into this today because I'm not going to get emotional on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're our conversation on so many of us. Like we talk about you all the time. Like we want tests. We want tests. Every time we we try to talk about an event, like how are we going to get tests? Like I don't know. How are we going to get tests? (laughs) I really appreciate y'all. Like honestly, y'all don't understand how many times y'all have brought me out of a dark place. Like Mm. whether it has just been me being, you know, stressed out with uh, work or school or like anything like that. But there's been a, there's been multiple times where you guys would just pull me out of a dark place. And um, like, I've kind of always known that this is, this is me getting, getting a little bit per, uh, personal because I do love all you guys. I'm going to uh, let you guys in because I'm pretty sure, you know, everybody can infer, but 
you guys are like my family. So I can get a little personal sometimes. We love um, you. <laughs> and I love you guys too. Uh, but recently, within like the past month or so, I have actually been diagnosed with, um, I think it, if I get the terms wrong, then I just get the terms wrong. But I've been diagnosed with major depressive disorder, mm. um, some form of like a, a major anxiety disorder. And also, um, um, I think it's UPTSD, if I'm not, if I'm not um, mistaken. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've actually been formally diagnosed with these things at this point. And mm. they're actually about to try to diagnose me with other stuff too. Um, but yeah, I have, like you guys have actually really gotten me out of dark places often, like a lot of the times. And before, you know, I think a lot of people in the poetry community um, have has their battles with like depression and anxiety and things of that nature. And I think that that's why a lot of us can relate to each other because we understand. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, for people that, that do have depressive disorders, you guys understand, but sometimes it's just hard to get yourself out of that state you know sometimes it's as easy as you know just having a bad day and by the end of the night you're fine but other times like it can last for weeks yeah and you just don't know how to get yourself out of it mm-hmm. but there's been a lot of times where you guys have pulled me out of it and you guys didn't even know like like the the zoom calls that we used to have that really helped me like 100 percent it helped me because i was going through some tough shit at that moment and i don't know if i like if i share it with you guys exactly what I was going through, but I was going through some tough shit. Mm-hmm. And those calls, like every, what was it, Tuesday, Wednesday that we did it? It was random. That, <laughs> it, was every, yeah. it was every week, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but just those calls itself, like, really, 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 really helped me. And the random times where somebody would send a random-ass meme to the group chat or, like, somebody would randomly send a, a, a part of a piece to the group chat at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, like, just those little things really helped me out really helped me out so i really appreciate everybody like tess i want to give you a big y'all, hug. Y'all, y'all don't i want to be a big ass hug right now <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea like I, I like this little tear you ever seen um cloudy with the side of meatballs that movie yeah remember when the, the, the cow he's like get back in there tear <laughs> that's me right now <laughs> <laughs> why do i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> oh man I feel like, like, wow, I was not expecting that. I, just, I really just want to give you a warm embrace right now. Just like, not even just like, I'm sorry you're going through it or just like, hey, we love you. That's it. <laughs> and I'm going a, I'm to a mess with you anytime I get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the love. I feel the love. I've, that's one thing that I can say. I've always, always, always felt the love and felt supported by everybody in the community. Like, you know, Although it's not, we don't, we don't always tell each other like, Hey, I love you. I love what you're doing. I support you hundred percent. But I know if I was to call on any of y'all, which I don't even have to name names. If I was to call on any of y'all, I know y'all be there right. Like in a, in a flash. We, we, like, know, <laughs> we know who we are. That's all. We know who we are. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, y'all know who y'all are. Y'all know who y'all are. <laughs> oh man. I'm still in shock. Are you, but oh. Well, we're, again, I guess going back to, we're here for you. You already know, so. <laughs> we're here for you. <laughs> I don't even know how to segue from there because like, I'm, I'm I'm thinking, like, how much I miss you, miss, you know. I just found out Free actually lives down the street from me. Oh, really? Yeah, she lives, Um, I saw her and Maddie not too long ago. Um, It's funny, she's right down the street from me, but I barely see her. I mainly do video chat with her. But <laughs> but it's just cool like to know someone's right around the corner and, and just knowing people like you, her, um, DS, Watson, and Tino, um, just mm-hmm. it's funny. Like I, I'm a I'm very I don't really talk to people a lot, but getting into poetry, I had to force myself to to do it, and then going mm-hmm. into performance, I had to force myself to do it more, and then I started noticing all these people that I'm getting to know and starting to love and care about. It's like. I mean, you know, it's okay to open up. Just pick and choose who you are. But it's just so mm-hmm. weird that this per- me personally, who how closed and personal I always keep a small circle. How much love I feel from everybody surrounding me, and, you know, like you and mm-hmm. everybody. And it's weird how 
I guess you say the introvert side of things, how we take things very personally. That's the reason why we kind of stick to ourselves because mm-hmm. you know, we kind of wear our heart on our sleeves, but yet we still have that hard exterior in, the, in a way. Um, I love you guys too. So <laughs> I don't, I don't even, like I said, I don't even know how to segue to the next side of things. Cause like you kind of got me a little emotional just thinking about everything. Um, Aww. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm always emotional. I'm a cancer. Cancer season is right around the corner. So, you know, life has been kicking my ass, but I'm good. <laughs> I, I, I love seeing like when we're on video chat with all of us and like you're in the car and it'd be sunny. And then you just start seeing the sun go down. <laughs> and you're like you're like in the darkness in your car. <laughs> I was always in the car. I swear I was always in the car. It was hilarious. <laughs> it's what we because we were really we were, blah. I'm stuttering. We were really deep on the phone for like hours. Yeah. We it was always hours, and then as soon as we got to get off, we're like, ah, oh, well. I guess Gotta so. get off the phone now. <laughs> I, I guess so. Um. <laughs> it's like, dang, like, people got to work tomorrow. We got other stuff we got to do. Like, oh, well, I guess I'll talk to you guys next week. Like, <laughs> you, you, you know, the, the other night, uh, the last, last, for the past week, I've been getting prepared for the event for next week. And like I said, I, I work at night all the time, so it's kind of hard for me to do it. But this past week, I've kind of set a schedule for a couple hours just to mm-hmm. work. And uh, in the in the uh, in the office, and I I loved it. I loved it. I felt so um, so free, and, and so um, I, I was doing what I want to do. And the other night, I I was trying to see, okay, how much do I make now, and what can I do to make this daily? So I pretty much put whatever I make, and then I say, okay, this I'm going to make daily. What can I do, involving poetry or along those umbrella, to make this daily or something along that lines. I was like, I don't want to, I just love doing this. Like us having that, that chat, I can imagine not having to deal with the work situation and then just doing these chats. And then right after we go and create poet poem from it. And then that turns into our income and whatever like that. I get so excited and happy and I, I do miss our chats and I wish we could have kept on doing, it. I'm sure we'll bring it back again. Cause mm-hmm. I think it, like you said, it, there was something about it that was just so, it was like therapy, especially during a time where we couldn't perform. Mm-hmm. I really do miss it. Now I really got to think about how I'm going to make sure that we can do, we actually can do it again. We'll come back. Yeah, we'll, I, we'll, I, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I really do miss everybody though. Like, I think throughout, like, the whole time that my Facebook has been down and all that and since we stopped doing the Zoom chats, the one person that I have been in constant communication with is Travis. Mm. Everybody else, like, I speak to every now and again. Yeah. But, like, the one person is Travis. Like, either he'll randomly call me or randomly uh, text me or something like that, or I'll randomly <laughs> call him or randomly text him. And it's like, he's, he's, he's definitely my, my go-to person. Anytime yeah. I write something new, I send it to him. Anytime he writes uh, something new, he sends it to me. Then we bounce off, the, you know, with our inside jokes. <laughs> you, you, I, I, I talk to him, like, every day. That's my that's my brother right there. I, that's... I, you can't tell me that he's not family to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did he, did he tell you about our uh, our inside joke about um, which one? <laughs> the other uh, sneezing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's about to be so confused. Everybody's about to be so confused. <laughs> I, I can't say oh, it because if I say it, I, we'll get canceled. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Travis, if you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening, you know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> Be careful for the sneezes. It's almost sneezing season. Almost sneezing season. Oh my goodness. Oh my god! Oh, some people during twenty twenty were sneezing too much. <laughs> Everybody was stuck at home. And started sneezing. Oh my god! I can't breathe. I can't breathe. 
Oh god. I got tears. I got tears in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Oh. Y'all inside jokes be having me cracking up. Oh, I swear to you. I need hold on, I need to drink some water. <laughs> oh gosh. That's things. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so, composure, composure. Ooh, all right, all right, all right. Back to the podcast. Usa, usa. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> oh god. I don't even, uh, I'm looking at my notes now, see if I have anything we've even touched on at yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're beyond the notes. <laughs> I just I hope I have enough points to where if like it's a, a point where I don't know how to segue, I look at them. But we've mentioned pretty much everything already. <laughs> The conversation it was free flowing. Yeah, it, was it is. It I, was love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh goodness. man. Well, you know, you know what? Let's go ahead. And, let's end on that wrapping. Let's wrap it up. Because <laughs> 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 I, I can't stop. I can't stop. Wrapping it up with the cheese, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the inside that's that's usually the, that's usually that. the case. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. Do you want to plug anything? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, okay. I'm leaving this in. I have yes. to. I have to. Oh, got myself together. Yeah. Okay. So, um, for anybody that does want to follow me on Instagram, since I don't have my Facebook anymore, my Instagram name is unbothered as ass dot test t e s s. Um, unbothered you well yeah I'm not spelling about it unbothered ass dot test um, then again my book is available on Amazon it's currently on sale uh, and it's entitled When the Wind Blows and it's a part of the three part series um, the series is entitled She Shall Be Called Lavender um, type that in you'll find it um, and a lot of people have been asking me about when the second book is coming out I had planned for the second book to come out this July. Um, I'm still kind of planning for that, so be on the lookout for it. But if it does not come out this July, understand that it is not my fault. My computer uh, <laughs> is out. If y'all don't know the story about my computer, my cat, just my cat messed my computer up. Wait, okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not gonna end it. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. How did this cat? How did the cat ruin your computer? <laughs> I just had to breathe past that day. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So it was one night. My cat was doing zoomies in my in my, in my room. Right, zoomies. She got a little bit too tired. She vomited on my laptop. Mm. I I snatched it up like as soon as she did it, and I cleaned it off, and it turned back on at that moment. But the next day, I tried to turn it on to actually start writing the second book, mm. and it was completely fried. So. I'm out of a laptop. But yeah, um, I'm going to try to have the second book out by July. One of the main reasons why is because my brother, who is currently incarcerated, he read my first book and he's been pressing me about the second book. So if it's out by then, thank him, not me. <laughs> oh, what you could. Ooh, won't you, won't you write him the book? And then, like, you already have it in format. You know what I mean? The thing about that is. I could do it on my phone. I could do it on my phone, but Man. the format would be different yeah, yeah. if I was to do it on my phone than to do it on the um on a on a laptop. Yeah. So that's the only issue. I would have been I, had it out. I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I try. And um, oh, my bad. Go ahead. I'm, I said I'm gonna, I'm gonna make him wait too. I'm gonna, yeah. He's gotta wait for it. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's definitely gotta wait. It's like I'm on page six. Just to let you know. <laughs> I'm on page 21 I'm just <laughs> you know, I try to write Um, so I'll write um, poetry on my phone like kind of mm -hmm. like just cause spur of the moment let me just type it up but I've gotten I'm getting to a routine now where I'll type on the phone and then I'll put it on the computer and that's where I'll do my editing because mm. now I have I have two monitors now in my, in my office so I have one of course I have my music playing but on the other side of the poem I'm like okay I can see it more I can read it with my hands now more so mm -hmm. I'm trying to get in that habit. So far, it's been working. I have to figure out a way to have all of my pieces on different 
uh, on different platforms and not just, you know, in my notes or not just on Google Drive or something because I've had a lot of technical difficulties and I have lost so many pieces. Mm, that's cool. Oh my God. So, but I can't, since I'm more so of a spoken word artist and not like a poet, quote unquote, all of my pieces are long. I, I want to ask And you. it'll take like four pages to write one. So? <sighs> So what? My attention span is not that long. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried it. I tried to write down one of my pieces, and it's one of my shorter pieces, and it took up like two, three pages front and back. And at that point, I was like, "Okay, I'm done with this." I, I, it's funny you said. So, what do you what do you think the difference between? I know we we're supposed to end it, but I don't even care. Uh, we'll we'll go back to the ending later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what what do you think that the the difference between? A poet and a spoken word artist is like. What's your definition of the two or your you know, differences? I was actually just speaking with someone about this uh, yesterday. A student that I I don't want to say mentor because like we went to school at the same time. I graduated before him, but mm-hmm. like when it came down to the writing aspect, he came to me for like a lot of advice and stuff. Um, he just DM me on Instagram yesterday and was asking me for like advice on like uh, piecing together pieces and stuff like that. And one of his issues was he felt like his pieces were too long and drawn out. Mm. So for anybody that like, you know, asked me that same question, I would say to me, poetry is different from spoken word. Poetry is like, you know, the short and sweet kind of straight to the point type of, you know, pieces, whereas spoken word is more so like a story. It's like mm. a song without the music. It's like, you can go with a spoken word piece. You can start at A and literally end at Z. Whereas with a poem, for me, it's kind of like, you know, you can start at A, you might end at like G, you know, mm. like it's, it's not, it's oh, not as yeah. long. I, I can see that. It's yeah. like, you know, short, sweet, precise, but that, that's just for me. Some people, some people consider it the same thing. Some people say that spoken word is poetry. I don't, I don't disagree with that. I think that it's all the same thing. For me, it's just the difference in the format, I guess. I can see, I can see that. It's just, I just want, and, and everybody has their own version of what they think the difference mm-hmm. of the two are. Um, just curious of what yours was, and I mean that makes a lot of sense from what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. I think I was about to. Add, oh, oh, there's something new I wanted to try for this podcast. So, um, <clears throat> there's a po- there's a poet. Her name is uh, her name is Heather, and she, she I was just on her podcast recently. Um, you can check her her podcast on uh, YouTube, Heather Harrington, mm-hmm. Ar- Heather Arrington. Check her out on, on YouTube. My episode's up. Um, she usually asks, you know, for songs at the end of her poll or a podcast and things like that. But I want to try something. Too. I want to mm-hmm. try something where if you can title this podcast right here, this is what would you what would you title this one? If you say what I think you're gonna say, I'm gonna die. <laughs> um, what would I title this podcast? Yeah, just from from your emotion for the whole entire thing, like, you know, what, what would you title your podcast episode? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, put you on the spot. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what would I entitle it? Um, I don't know. I guess it would all depends on like what angle we're going from with the title. I'm not really good at titles. That's why a lot of my pieces, I, I just let everybody else title them. <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't tie it to like as I'm as I'm listening to it, and I'll tie it. Like, I was like, "Oh, okay, I remember that." Oh, this stands out. You know, I might just how about just like tons of laugh with tests or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It sounds so cheesy. <laughs> the sneezing keep coming up for me. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking the whole time. The sneezing is coming up for me. I don't know. <laughs> um. I don't, I, know. I don't, I I don't want to like... say sneezing with Tess because that sounds so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would kind of say like this This conversation kind of made me feel like I'm talking to like one of my brothers. Like it doesn't feel like I'm talking to, you know, Ooh. a sacred haiku. It, it, I literally feel like I'm having a conversation with one of my brothers. Family reunion. I like that. Reunion. I like that. Family reunion with Tess. Yeah. I like that. All right, family, the name is family reunion. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and w- <laughs> sneezing at family reunion. <laughs> oh my goodness! 
but uh, Travis is gonna have a ball. With I know, this. I know. I, I got. I, <laughs> I told him I'll, I'll text him after um, that thing I told you before the the, um, the podcast. I told him to tell you reply. You're probably gonna text him too. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, this man. podcast took it far. Yeah, I know. Season. I don't even know how long. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how long it's been because, you know, with the technical difficulties, I don't know how long it is, but whatever. I don't care. I'm just going to chop off the fat, put everything together, make it smooth. And I hope everybody, yeah, I, yeah. I really, I, I know everybody's going to enjoy this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, You know what, Tess? I love you. Thank you so much for doing this. I, I, I really missed you a lot. And I'm so glad you're able to come. Yeah, you're able to I be love on you this. too. <laughs> well, everybody, <laughs> well, everybody, <laughs> thank you for listening to the family reunion episode of the podcast. Uh, we love y'all too. And don't forget, vibes do not lie. <laughs>